money, baby, Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I fantasize daily DraftKings podcast, week 10. It's Connor Miles from Yeezy, taught me DFS. I'm here with the I fantasize daily boys. Guys, how are we feeling this week? We're a little bit over halfway through. It's gone by quick. We're already to week 10. It's surprising. Ready to ride, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. All right. Uh, first one we have on the slate here, barn burner. We got the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to the New York football giants with a scintillating 44 and a half over under. Uh, we've got the Eagles as a slight three and a half point favorite on the road. Looks like the Eagles offense starting to get some people back, uh, starting to get healthy. We'll see if that holds, um, Hunter, I'll kick it to you. You got any, uh, initial takes on this one, uh, with the, with the Eagles of the giants. Yeah, I, I sent some sarcasm from the from from your your start with the Eagles and Giants that this isn't a game that you like that the total isn't sticking out. But I think DFS wise, I think there's some plays here we've got to look at. Um, I think first and foremost, and probably the the player from the game I'll have the most up here. I think Dallas Goddard at 42 on DK is extremely intriguing. First game back last week, played some 90% of the snaps. Uh, he's going to be the guy with Ertz out. He was the guy with Ertz in. Wentz has been known to to target his tight end. So I think Goddard at 42 is extremely appealing. And then call me crazy, man, but uh, Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, I think that's a, a little game stack you can do right there uh, and run it back with Goddard. And I, I think that that's appealing and allows you to get – a lot of the other top end plays on the slate. So there's actually some pieces of this game that, that really intrigue me. Suzo, you don't. Um, what about, do you have any interest in Miles Sanders? If, if we get some reports <clears throat> that he's healthy and 100% ready to go, then yes. I don't think the Giants D is any slouch. But, I mean, Sanders did this last time. He was announced fully healthy uh, after being out for two or three weeks. He came back, got all the touches, and was an absolute stud. So, so, yeah, I think he's a good play if we get news that he's, you know, 100% ready to go. I, uh, do you have a... I just want to say I, I do like the Goddard. I, I'm pretty high on Goddard, Goddard this week at 4,200 as well. Hunter, do you have a preference between Slayton and Shepard? Maybe you have one that you'll be more on. I, it's like Shepard seems to be safer right now, but it's like we know what Slayton's capable of doing. Uh, I don't know. I find myself leaning more Shepard, but... I don't know if you had a different take on that. I think I think it's a toss-up, to be honest. I, I don't have a lean one way or another. I mean, there's a chance we see Darius Slay on Shepard on the outside. Or not Shepard, on uh, Slayton on the outside, which definitely isn't ideal. So that might give me a, a slight lean to Shepard if I had to pick. Well, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. But then on the opposite side for Shepard, you got Golden Tate who's supposed to be back. Uh, I think it was like disciplinary reasons last time. So, I mean, we'll see if he gets back to his normal role or not, or if this is some weird, weird situation, but I don't know. I could see, I could see both sides. So that was Slay on Slayton and then, and then Shepard, you know, getting, getting some of his target share reduced, reduced by uh, Golden Tate coming back. 
any interest in Jalen Rager this week, guys? No, I'm not gonna have Sean's it supposed to be back. Fogum's the dude. It's not for me. Okay. I've got uh, it. Wait, hold on. Why is there any confusion? It's, it's slating all day. The ceiling. It's, it takes like uh, definitely a higher ceiling, but it's like, I mean, what's the Shepard's got a ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Like 17. It just scares me. Like, he had one target last week, nine before, then three, four, 11. It's like, I don't know. Like, what game? Oh, it scares me to put up one last week. I mean, he's cheap as could be now when we know what he's capable of. But, but back to Connor's question. Um, Rager is definitely interesting. I think he's good talent. They want to give him the ball, but you get Goddard back, you get um, Alshon back. It you get Miles Sanders back potentially. It's just probably kind of thin, I think, at that point. Because of Alshon Jeffrey, I. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was he was in the parlay. Like I, I think he's dust, but like all three of them kind of together <clears throat> takes away from his targets. All right, let's uh, wait. Keep, let's, let's keep it. Can moving. I say one more thing real quick? Is Devontae free? Is yeah. he out? He's out, right? Freeman, I think so. Yeah, I think he's announced. Yeah, out. Deanna, I like Gallman at forty five hundred. Look, I mean, he he's put up double digits three straight games. If do you have any interest there? I mean, he's forty five hundred. He's not going to get it done running the ball. I know that it's going to be all passing game if he gets there. Yeah, he's had a touchdown in three straight games rushing. I mean, he's getting double-digit attempts, and, I mean, I, I kind of like that at that price. Yeah. I don't but know. You don't like him more than Mike Davis at Stone Cold, so. No, but he, I'm right. They leverage at that point. Yeah, I prefer paying up for wide receiver this week, and that's another one that's go down on. But did we lose, Connor? Yeah, we did. Let's uh, he'll, he'll get back on. This happened last time too. So, we've got the football team and the Detroit Lions. The over under is currently not available, and I'm not sure why. But the Lions are favored by four and a half. I imagine the total is going to come out, and it's going to be somewhere in the forty-four and a half range. Nick, anything from this game with the football team and the Lions? that makes you want to put them in your lineup? Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm always on here talking about how I like Antonio Gibson. Um, this is his best matchup of the year, probably. Um, his, I don't know his schedule. It's probably going to be his best matchup of the year. Um, you guys can play um, like JD and all them. I'm not going to. Um, but I really like Antonio and um, Scary Terry. He's up there again. I mean, he's getting real pricey now. He's at 68K, but, you know, he's popping in optimizers again. Um, He's kind of matchup agnostic, and it's consolidated target share. So those are really two. I mean, you could play Logan Thomas. I'm good. I'm not going to. Um, those are the only two, really, that I would like in this entire game. You know, it would be scary if he actually had a good QB to throw to him. Um, but uh, nobody really interests me in the Detroit side, if y'all want to help on that. Yeah, do we have news yet on Stafford? Is he playing, mm -hmm. not playing? I, know I think that's why the over-unders. Yeah, I think that's why out. it's stuck there because – He played last up. week. He was a full participant Wednesday, so, yeah, he's in. Okay. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know why they're 
Well, if he's in, I mean, it, with Galladay being out on the Detroit side, I, I like Amendola as a safe play. I mean, he's got a floor play. He had 10 targets last week. Um, and Hawkinson, again, I mean, he's he's a little pricey, but he's getting the targets and he's putting up the numbers there. Um, Hunter, are you back on Marvin Jones? No. No. Dust. Yeah. I I do um, want to say um, I do want to say on, on your Hawkinson he didn't practice today so he's late on injury report so I would just like monitor it. Um, if Hawkinson's like out, then I love Amendola. If Galladay and Hawkinson are out, Amendola at thirty nine hundred, you're going to get double digit targets again. Uh, I like that. Yeah, I was a uh, I kind of got talked off of him last week and he had a great game so. Okay, why not? Everything that was true about DeAndre Swift last week is true again this week. Uh, snap rate still up, still getting goal line work and getting passing game work. I think if those weapons you guys just mentioned are out, I think it gives DeAndre Swift another leg up um, as well. So I like him at his price at 51. You know, what bothers me that is obviously Matt Patricia. And do you know Carrion Johnson ran more routes than he did? Last week, it, I think we all are in agreement. Yes, I think we're all in agreement that DeAndre Swift is the superior talent and the superior player. But it's just like Matt Patricia has this weird. I guess I guess he just says he's Bill Belichick. He wants to keep giving the ball to Dusty, AP, and shitty Carryon Johnson. It's very frustrating because you know how good DeAndre Swift is. So that's the only thing that kind of wonder, about that. I wonder if that had to do with game script. Probably. Um, I mean, they, they were getting whooped, but. All right, boys, that all right, we got every take knocked me off my bandwidth. Um, I'm back. <laughs> I mean, dude. Uh, yeah, I have enough bandwidth here. The internet, it took me back to the dial-up. That's last time uh, Alshon Jeffrey was going to go. Um, <laughs> y'all got anything else? What I'm assuming from context clues is the Washington Lions. Game. That's I think we covered it all unless you got anything to no, I liked uh, – I heard TJ Hawkinson. He was the only one I had on the list. But, um, like you said, track track the injuries there. I liked uh, I liked his matchup this week. And the Detroit defense at 2,600. Okay. Uh, looks like y'all are on the DraftKings order then. Uh, so, moving on to the next game, um, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Green Bay Packers. Over or under is at 50 right now, but that heavily skews towards – uh, the Packers, who are about a two-touchdown favorite uh, right now, we had the uh, the Jaguars put up a little bit more fight under uh, Jake Luton there at uh, uh, at QB. Uh, I think they're going to have a tough tougher test here on the road against the Packers. Um, who, who kicked us off on the last one? I did. Anyway, Chaz, you got any? Uh, you want to start us off on on this take here? Yeah, I can jump in here. I mean, starting with Green Bay, the obvious, uh, I mean, Devontae Adams is absolutely eaten, and there's no reason why that's going to slow down. Um, I mean, he's pricey, but I think it's well worth it. So, obviously going to have Adams in there. I, um, Aaron Jones is one. I mean, he's obviously in a good spot, too. He could easily have multiple touchdowns. I don't. It, Jamal Williams is supposed to be back, right, which may take a little bit away. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Aaron Jones still is going to get his, but it's, a little bit more appealing to me when Jamal Williams is out. I'm not going to have as much Aaron Jones. Um, and, I mean, Rodgers is in a great matchup, um, but I do like other people around him. But if you want a high-ceiling guy with – I mean, the only thing with him is no rushing. But 
I mean, I'm mad to pivot off the obvious with Kyler and Josh Allen and others we'll talk about, but do you have anything else on the Green Bay side? Um, yeah, uh, all these uh, three time, but you know, he's at 9K, so he's got to get three times X or whatever. Now, play Devontae Adams. He's, I mean, he's super pricey, but whatever. He's going to uh, put up 30. Like, that's fine. Yeah, when his floor is 30, I don't give a fuck about your 2.787 pot of the fifth. Um, is What is the status on Alan Lazard? He's playing, right? I'm not sure on that one. Um, I like him he's, if he's uh, – he, he It says right now he could play. They, um, <clears throat> they, they have not activated him off the injured reserve yet, though. Um, so, so, so he might not play. Yeah, then it's also just go for um, Devontae Adams because MVS, he's just not getting it done. I mean, even as the number two opportunity, he's not getting it done. Um, the real question is, is how much – you guys like Robert Tunyon right there? I mean, 36. I mean, he's coming in probably heavily owned. That's kind of one guy that's kind of sticking out to me. Um, he's actually coming in real low. He's 3,600. He gets a – my argument is, is – uh, home favorite tight ends are actually just as correlated as home favorite uh, running backs. So why not him at 36? You can get like some exposure to that offense. It's super cheap. Uh, the cheapest option you can get. I kind of like him. I don't know how you guys feel about the opposite side of the ball. Yeah, I got a little, uh, actually more than a little. I've, I've got a good amount of interest in James Robinson this week. Um, I mean, he's checking in right at about uh, 6,600. Um, Green Bay is very attackable on the ground. So they're they're one of the bottom third teams against the run this year. Um, and I think right now, maybe outside of DJ Shark, who I think is also banked up. I mean, I think James Robinson is going to be their best weapon. And he's just had a ton of um, a ton of touches here here recently in these these past weeks. So I think, you know, he's he's a lock for someone who's going to get, um, you know, 20 rushes on the ground and then, you know, add in, you know, four or five targets so he can get you a few balls in the air. Uh, so I like his touch count uh, there. Uh, and then separately, I like Chark as well. I think we just need to keep an eye out on him because he was held out of uh, today's practice. Um, so we need to, we need to watch him. But the reason I'm, I'm interested in him is Jair Alexander's got a concussion and is looking doubtful. So, um, man, if he could get back, I really have some interest in DJ Chark. I mean, I think the game script just sets up real well for him. I don't know if you guys have any anything more to add on that situation, but that's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, I like Chark. Uh, it's spot on. Yeah. It's spot on. If, I mean, especially he had 12 targets last week in Luton's first start. If Jair is in, it's a big downgrade to him. But if Jair is out and he didn't practice today with a concussion, he's been – you know, not seen at all, then, yeah, Chark is in another awesome spot against what's perceived to be as a really tough matchup. Um, I think I think it's going to go overlooked. I, I do think uh, just actually going on the opposite side, again, I think Chaz made a good point. You know, if they if the Jags could keep it somewhat close, and I, I really do think Aaron Rodgers is a great leverage because he's kind of up there in price and everybody's going to be playing Josh Allen and Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. He's got probably the best matchup on paper. So they can keep it somewhat close. And he's throwing the ball more than 30 times. It can get very interesting on his side. Yeah, I'll I think be betting Aaron Jones. 
I'll be betting Aaron Jones to score three plus touchdowns this week. Shit. Let's go. Well, one yeah. other one, real quick. That we yeah, didn't mention at Chris Conley at 3K. <laughs> I mean, we've seen him one game with Lutton, but he's at eight targets. And we, like Hunter mentioned earlier in the year, I mean, we've seen what he's capable eight of doing. This season. I mean, do what? Eight targets this season? No, he had eight targets last week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was saying at 8K. I mean, at, excuse me, 3K or eight targets. He's done it in the past. Trying to send me snaps he played. I'm just worried that um, – is James Robinson getting enough work in the passing game? I guess He's not. not getting zero. What last was it, week huh? scared me. Last week – Conley played 78% last week, so pretty good number there. But that's my concern with Robinson. One, I've never played him this year. Yes, this is an awesome matchup running the ball, but all of his receiving game went out the door last week with a new quarterback, and that's terrifying to me. And he's expensive in this spot. I'd rather go up or down at that point. Because I still think he sucks. <laughs> Hey, bro, he's like eighth on the depth chart and just rose up. I mean, I guess he's it's a tough mission on like... the Jaguars, but. Would you rather have James Robinson or James Conner on your team? Or just to play five wide receivers every fucking down? Mm. <laughs> James Conner, dude, he's a stud. I'd say James Robinson, awesome. All right, boys. <laughs> um, I'll keep us moving here. So, sound, sounds like we're definitely in on the Packers. Maybe, um, maybe some interest on the Jags, depending on how these injuries shake out. Uh, next game we'll move to, we've got the Houston Texans on the road against the Cleveland Browns. We've got a 49-point total on the game. Browns are a slight favorite at home by just a little bit more than a field goal. Um, I think we're going to have Nick Chubb back this week. We'll see. Hunter, what do you uh, what do you have on this one? Um, man. I think this sets up as a really good spot for a lot of players, but man, I, I think the, the, the Sean Watson, I think is an awesome floor play. I don't think Watson has a ceiling, which scares me. I like to play my quarterbacks with receivers. And so like, that makes me not want to get on Will Fuller or Cook because I don't think Watson has, you know, the, the GPP goal to get there anymore. Um, if Duke Johnson – or if David Johnson's out, Duke Johnson, I think, is in a smash spot. I think he's going to get all the work. But that's really it for the Houston side. Cleveland side, with Baker being back and Houston being, you know, an incompetent defense, I think instead of playing the the guessing game with running back and how Chubb is going to be implemented first game, I like Jarvis Landry as a target hog this game. I think he can get it going. In a good matchup. Oof. I like uh, keeping it with the same. I mean, I agree with not knowing the running back situation. Juice is one I had. I mean, getting the targets at that price. Um, I like Austin Hooper a lot, too. Uh, we've seen his targets start to go up. And with Odell out, I think it's going to continue to rise. So I think that Juice and Hooper are in a, in a good spot there. Um, Back on the other side, so you're saying you're not – you don't like any of the receivers from Houston? That's just hard to pick or – I just I, – I like to play my quarterback with a receiver, and I don't – I mean, Wolf Fuller is expensive, isn't he? And he like six – He's 67. Six, seven. That's not, that's not bad. 
I like Will Fuller um, as a one-off. I just don't know how often I get there. There's a lot of guys around him that I like quite a bit more. Interesting. I think you're bearing the lead, actually, with the, the wide receivers. The real one you should be really focused on if you're going to play it on is Brandon Cook. Yeah. Actually, I, I like yeah, Cook a lot. Uh, with his recent performance and his price, it has his stock has not jumped up, and he's looking like the 1A right now. Yeah, I agree. He's had nine targets over his last three, 12 targets four games ago. I mean, he's only at 5,600. I mean, they haven't priced this dude up. I think it's because he put that zero up against Minnesota. Is that why? When everybody played him? I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I mean, or people just aren't rostering him. I mean, I think they do some of their algorithm based on how much you get rostered. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the way I looked at this game is it actually sets up pretty good for both teams. Like, the Browns are good on the ground. Uh, the Texans have a terrible run D. <clears throat> Texans got a good pass. So Browns do not have a good pass defense. Like, I think both teams kind of play to their strengths. Um, I just think the issue that we've touched on a little bit with the running backs is you've got Kareem Hunt priced like he's the starter, and then you've got Nick Chubb priced like he's the starter coming back off injury, and I think both are a little bit too expensive for kind of a 1A, 1B role. One thing I don't think we, we've talked about, though, is, um, is David Johnson has a concussion, didn't practice today, could miss. Duke Johnson had 20 touches last game. Um, he's priced at 5K. I think if you get David Johnson out, um, I like Duke Johnson in the setup at 5K. You know, projected to be uh, projected to be down against against the Browns, um, and we know he can do some damage in the in the past game. So uh, that's kind of a lower price guy. I have my eye on this week to see how some of this injury stuff shakes out. Um, what did you say? Total was that? So uh, who was that? What did you say the total was at? Total is at uh, 49. Dang. Wait, 49 I am. Is what? Oh, that, did you say that? Oh, what did you say, 49? 49's the over-under. Oh, I thought it was 53. Yeah, it got bet down. Oh, shit, well, it did go down, didn't it? Wow, okay. I'm about to bet the over on that. That's y'all y'all just tucked yeah. me into this game a little bit more, I think. I think a double stack and running back is in play. I think – I don't know. I just – Deshaun Watson, like, seriously, I worry about his ceiling. He just, like – I feel like he doesn't have that Kyler Rush, Josh Allen type ceiling. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's – I mean, he's – His median is still above yeah, his, average. His, his, he's a thousand bucks cheaper, too, this week than the top price guys. Um, I mean, he's gone for 30 and 35 two or three weeks ago. I mean, he's got – he's got upside. I am super biased, like super biased, because I've been playing him since I've been playing draft teams. I will be overweight on Duke Johnson this week. So much. I'm saying 20 and five is his four. 20 rush, 20, 20 rushes, five receptions. If you want to do a little exercise, especially if um, David Johnson's going to play, just look at the depth chart on that guy. I don't even know these guys. So um, yeah. might be the only but, one body they can throw out there. I get the point though. It's it, it's a good matchup for fantasy. It's just hard to bet on these guys with any like confidence. So I feel like none of these guys are really hitting my cash pull. It's more interesting. But, you know, to explore for some uh, it's the same thing. Though. We're gonna get into Mike Davis. It's the same argument. I mean, even if he shits the bed, it's yeah. only five k. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. No, David Johnson's out. Duke Johnson definitely ends up in the cash. Yeah, just as, sure. as it stands now, none of these guys are in the – Everybody, I always say, well, if you like Duke Johnson so much, but you're not playing David Johnson right there, they're basically the same thing. It's inefficient. What, do you think Duke Johnson a better player? Yes, Duke Johnson's a better player. That's why I'm playing Because he is a better player. I've been playing David Johnson at at five four, five six for three weeks. <laughs> That's what I'm now. saying, I'm bro. They're like, yes, honey, it's time to play David Johnson. He'll get you twelve unsexy points. Like Duke Johnson's gonna get you some sexy twenty plus points. That's right. We'll end on that one. All right. Um, so moving on here, next game we got on the slate is divisional matchup. We've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are at the house. Uh, total total snuck up a little bit, so it, it's, just, it's just over 50 at 50 and a half. Um, the Panthers are a home underdog here by about five and a half points. Are we uh, are we firing up Christian McCaffrey this week, Nick, or what, what are we doing? Is that, um, is that no, what we're doing? You and – oh, yes. Anytime Christian McCaffrey's on the board, you play him, regardless. Uh, you galaxy brain game theory bros, Mike Davis is coming in at 48% owned right now, and it's like 20% higher than anybody. Um, I don't give a shit. Play him again. Get your free space and enjoy it. He's a 75, 8K player, and you're getting him at 4K. I don't, I, I don't, we don't need to spend time on Mike Davis. The real question is, is you need to be playing Robbie Anderson. He's coming in back to the air yards model. He played good against them earlier in the season. He's 6,100. Christian McCaffrey's out. I think they're going to be down in a game script. Granted, with uh, Teddy Bridgewater, his ADOT's a little lower, so it's still it's lower. But, I mean, he's still got a high medium injection at 6,100. Um, he's popping in all the optimals. I really like Robbie Anderson. And, of course, additionally to Mike Davis. Yeah, I agree with you there, Nick, especially with Mike Davis. Take your free spot at 4K and build other options there. Um, the only other – I mean, one on Carolina, or Curtis Samuel. I mean, they're clearly trying to keep get him involved and keep him involved. I mean, he's put up 29, 21, 17 fantasy points in the last three games. I don't know why they would not get him involved now, again, with McCaffrey out. I mean, McCaffrey played last week, and he still put up 29. Like I, I think Curtis Samuel at 49, you're still getting a lot. Yeah, Joey, Joey T is going to keep playing him and kicking our ass in that down. That's what I'm saying. I jumped <laughs> off last week, and then now, of course, he goes. I don't. I had him two weeks ago. I don't know. I don't know why he'd get off of him now. Yeah, well, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and add the traffic. I'm not playing either of them. I'm playing DJ Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I hope That's so because I've got him in season long. But damn. <laughs> I mean, that's the beautiful thing about the Panthers, though, is we know what three guys to play, you know? Like, it's not it's not a big secret here who you're playing from the Panthers. I think they're all viable. What uh, about Tampa, DJ. guys? They, they, looked, they looked awful last week. They put up 31 earlier in the year against the same Carolina team. Um, I, I think they have too many mouths to feed at this point. I mean, you can literally name seven skill players who are going to be involved throughout the game. That's a lot. Uh, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, Gronk, A.B., Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Cameron Bray, who always finds a way to steal a touchdown. Scotty Miller. 
Just yeah, play Tom Brady. Play Washington. I, I agree, Hunter. I, yeah, I would just play Tom Brady. <laughs> Trash. Ugh, that does disgusting. <laughs> play his elongated muscle yoga stretch and make him out of his kid. It's just such a good matchup for the running back. So, like, I mean, if Fournette's the guy and Fournette gets the touches at 54, 55, 56, whatever he's at, I mean, it's the best possible matchup. Like, that's a – you just – I don't know if you can count on it. But what makes you think that he's going to be the guy? He's been the guy the past three weeks, two weeks, whatever. I mean, kind of. I mean, what – one rush I mean, attempt like Getting the they were in, catches. They got, I know they're getting they got beat 38 to 3. I get it, but I mean, hell, you got to establish the run, bud. <laughs> <laughs> establish it, baby. Set up the play action. <laughs> I mean, hell, no wonder Brady looked like shit. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't have a strong take on Tampa. No, I, I would. Yeah, I think it's a lot of mouths to feed. Just remember, Panthers play super heavy zone D, sets up for more underneath guys. The God. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm probably not. I I like the team total, the implied team total. I just think that's that's too spread out for uh, for my taste there. Um, so otherwise, unless y'all got anything, we'll keep it moving. Let's roll. All right. Next up on the slate, we've got the Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. Total is held steady at 51 points. Raiders are a five-point favorite at home. Um, you know, we had um, we had Drew Locke flash flash a little bit last week. Um, we've had Raiders in in some weird games this year. We'll probably expect another one here for the division. Um, Nick, what do you think? What do you think goes on here? Um, so I'm, you know, I've been reading all this stuff about like, hey guys, you guys should pay attention to Derek Carr. He's He's playing very well. He's, he's got, he doesn't turn the ball over. He's got 16 passing touchdowns, two interceptions. Yawn. Hard pass. Not playing him. Fucking sucks. Doesn't even run the ball. He had 41 rushing yards, I guess, one week. But really all I care about, um, the real decision points on the Raiders would be um, Darren Waller, obviously. He's the alpha. Um, he's just going to be the chalk high zone guy. Um, so you want to play him, it's fine. It's a good matchup. Um, Josh Jacobs, I think, is becoming uber game script TD dependent. So he's not really interested in me. And on the other side, snooze fest. You guys can go ahead and try to bash your hand, uh, your brains against the wall, trying to figure out who's going to get the ball on that offense. Um, and then no fans going to get hurt again. So that's my take on that one. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there's three different guys there, well, four with Fant. I mean, trying to pick who gets the ball, but, I mean, I think that it's, last week Judy had his breakout game. I mean, if I had to pick out of those, I'm definitely taking Judy. I think that he's in a, a, a good spot again, and I think that he's still cheap for what he's capable of doing. Uh, with Patrick and Hamler, I mean, they're both getting hella targets, but I don't, like you said, it's tough to pick between there. But if you could pick the right receiver in this matchup with a sneaky high total, that puts you in a good spot, but I don't. I don't have a strong take other than Judy. There, I, I do like him a lot. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I liked um, I like Judy and 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 Fant. If he can stay healthy, uh, Raiders pretty zone heavy. I mean, I don't know. I like a little bit of lock and and two pass catchers with a with a Josh Jacobs. I like Carl 
uh, car and Waller stacks. You can run it back with Jared Judy, something like that. I don't know. I'm not going to have uh, a lot of this one, to be honest. Jesus. Is it you guys ready for a breakout? This game's making me tired. Who's your breakout? You guys ready for a break? You guys ready for a breakout game? From who? Henry Rugg. This is his breakout game. This is the week it happens. Man, I might. Play I love Rugg. I love Rugs as a player. I just. What the hell is he doing? I mean, I thought he this was. This is the week it happens. It's Derek Carr. It's Derek Carr. This is the week it happens, though. Mark your calendars down. Get them in your lineup. This is the week it happens. He just got his uh, – he, he's just going to ice up this week, that big arm, and he's going to let it loose. <laughs> he's got to he's he's average 40 yards a catch because he averages like two receptions a game. <laughs> All right. All that many haters and doubters on anyone's – he won the election, guys. Stop the count. Stop the count. All right, here we go. You boys ready? Let's get it. Best game on the slate. 56 and a half point total. Arizona Cardinals, Buffalo Bills, both over 27 implied points of the Cardinals at a 29 and a half implied total at home. We've got MVP candidate on one side and Josh Allen on the other. No, just kidding. Um, we've got the God ourselves here. Uh, Hunter, I know you had some interest in this one. I'll, uh, I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, I mean, it's no surprise. Um, this is definitely going to be, you know, one of the highest pitch matchups. Got the highest total on the slate. Um, I hope Kenyon Drake is out. Because I know Me last too. week, my 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 wish, not my wish, my it was a fact. I let you guys know that um, Chase Evans was going to be Alexander Madison. That came to fruition. No, and it didn't. No, it didn't. That's I, yeah. I might, yeah, I might have to disagree. That seems results based analysis. That's <laughs> That's what yeah. is that not what matters? Is the results not what matters on on that case? No, like, it, it's a week by week. Matters. The process. It's a week by week. Last week he was a loss, and that was what I was getting at. He was a loss. Um, he was Kenyon Drake last week, but his price has dropped. I hope he burned a ton of people. I'm ready to go back to him, or not go back, but to try him for the first time. And so I hope that Kenyon Drake is out, and then Kyler Murray's Kyler Murray's QB one and MVP this year. We have any interest in Hopkins, Kurt, over here? I, you know, I'm I'm not really finding myself like wanting to play those guys. I don't know. I, I'm really just liking like Diggs in this game mostly. Diggs and Brown. Um, and it, when you get these QBs that have so much rushing upside with both of them, it's like hard for me to stack this game. So I like my favorites right now is actually Murray Diggs because Diggs has been uber efficient. I mean, uber consistent. Um, and Murray's just been like he's an RB one right now, so I keep th- and like you regression nerds. I, it, okay, he's just gonna keep scoring rushing touchdowns. So um, Diggs is really the only other guy that I'm like crazy about in that passing game. I agree with Hunter. Um, I, well, I disagree. I, I'm not gonna fade 30 touches a game, even if he had a bad game. The Miami defense is good. Um, they're sneaky good. 
Um, so I wish Kenyon Drake's not going to play. I, he, he might. So really, I'm like Murray and Diggs are surprisingly. I'm like I'm probably being contrarian, but like I'm like coming in lower owned in this game. There's nobody like really gripping me. It's like land besides those two specifically. Josh Allen, if just depending on your build, if you can, there's just so much value on the slate right now. It's just like hard for me to be like, all right, I need to save, I need $500 to get a QB or like, I'm just finding myself always just plugging in at Connor Murray at number one. So those are the only guys I'm really concerned about. Yeah. I mean, I, on paper and looking at the numbers, I mean, Kirk looks like, you know, I mean, he's going off, but he's had, what he said five touchdowns in the last three games. Like that, we know that that's probably not sustainable. But I don't know. I mean, with a team total that high, high uh, fast-paced game, I, like I said, I, I don't know. It's kind of tough. I think there is more value than picking between Kurt, D Hop, whatever. And I agree. I mean, I'm very high on Kyler there in the rushing upside he's putting. I heard a stat today that was like three running backs or something ahead of him as far as rushing fantasy points this year. Like that's that's kind of shocking there. But he's Lamar uh, Jackson last year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, his rushing, I mean, it's definitely QB1. Yeah, he's on pace to have, like, uh, second most rushing yards from a QB behind Lamar Jackson last year and then second most rushing TDs behind Cam from, you know, a while back. Like ever? So, yeah, ever. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's solid. It's like something like crazy, like 14 or 16. Yeah, no, it's 14. That's right. Uh, good call. Yeah, no, he's on pace to finish at, like, 12 or 13 and then – just over a thousand yards rushing, so number two all-time rushing and two all-time TD for for QBs. Yeah, I so here here's my view on the slate though a little bit is I I think what builds are going to look like is you got to I mean you're going to have this free space at four thousand with Mike Davis. Um, so what are people going to go do with that? I think you're going to get a lot of Mike Davis plus Devontae Adams. You're going to get a lot of Mike Davis plus DeAndre Hopkins. You're going to get a lot of Mike Davis plus Stephon Diggs type builds. Like, I think you can get up there. So I think we're going to see those, these kind of top tier receivers, since there is some value at running back, go own this week, which I think we can get it if we want to talk strategy is if you do feel like you want to play a little bit more contrarian, I think you can flip that build this week um, by paying up at running back elsewhere. Because uh, we know that receivers are usually more volatile, so just something to think about. But um, yeah, I think we've hit on anything on this game. The only thing I'd add would be um, we hit a little bit on John Brown. I think now that he's getting back healthy, I mean he's um, he's someone else to consider. Just given this this uh, game environment, it's going to be so fertile that um, you know he's he's someone who's definitely in my pool as well. But I think we hit on everyone else as well. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Play, y'all don't want to play David Singletary? No. You can go ahead. Uh, give your uh, spiel. Give your spiel. Okay. okay. I mean, you don't want to play David Montgomery? <laughs> or David Johnson? Uh, okay. Just make sure. If there was Connor, a Connor, Connor, <laughs> Connor just used the term fertile for this game. Fertile, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just planting seeds, baby. It's time to reap what we sow. According to a uh, period track, right? reap what we sow with Chase Edmonds. I will keep playing guys who get 30-plus touches. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, if anything, if anything was a closing note, uh, I was on, I was super high on him last week, and then, like, Hunter was low, and then he, Hunter was right because he didn't he didn't hit. I'm going back to the well with um, Chase Edmonds. Any drink. I'm in. Yep, I like this game. And, and and I don't think this is like a bad chalk kind of – I mean, 
I honestly think the total could be low. Um, this definitely could go for 70. So um, play play you some of these plays, boys and girls. Hey, uh, real listen. quick, um, I forget to – I didn't see the stats. You didn't give me the cumulative ownership. Is this game higher than the um, – I haven't, I haven't run my come own percentages yet this week, so I don't know what the come own is. I need all that come in my head. So. Yeah, I'll, once I have my come percentages, I'll, I'll let you know what they're at. Come on with it. <laughs> all right, we good on this one? Good. Sounds good. Hey, okay, baby. <laughs> okay uh, Nick, I'm just going to let you take this next one. Chargers at Dolphins, dude, you got anything on this one? <laughs> no, I'll give you the lead. Uh, uh, Over-under oh, is at 47 and a half. Chargers are a two and a half point dog on the road. Implied team totals, Dolphins at 25, Chargers at 22 and a half. What's your boys going to do? Um, what is it? I, I got it. I don't have the Action Network tool thing where it's like West Coast team, body circadian rhythm, 1 p.m. kickoffs. I don't know. Here's the thing, guys. I want to apologize for Justin Herbert being so good that he's throwing these TDs to the fifth and sixth and eighth and practice squad receivers. Um, like Keenan Allen, obviously, he's going to be high on, but target share is massive. Targets are massive. Um, I guess the real question is, is do you, you want to, like, put the gun to your head again and play Hunter Henry? I think you do. I think regression's coming back his way again. It's just so boring doing that. Um, I do like, on the opposite side, I do like stacking this game on the opposite side. Devontae, uh, Devontae Parker's finding himself – in my lineups over and over again. He's popping the optimals. Um, he looks good with Tua. I think that that um, offense is throwing more. So if you want to – I like Herbert. I like all the stacks in that – the passing stacks in that game, fading the running backs, and that's really about it for me. Guys, Get on that already? Connor, what would you say the over-under was for this game? It's at um, 47 and a half. I, do, I, I will say it's one of those games that I feel, I feel like just like with any Charger game, it does hit. It's going to hit big. But Miami's got a sneaky good defense. So it's... Yeah, I'm a big fan of our boy Devontae Parker this week. He is all the way down at 5,000. Um, I think when we're talking value on the slate this week, uh, we'll probably tend to stick at running back. And so, like I said earlier, if you do want to try to flip the bill, get a little bit more contrarian, get a little leverage, I think if you want to try to go find some value at receiver this week, Devontae Parker at 5,000 is going to be – um, potential place to look last week, second week ah. with um, Tua, and really the only game where they actually had to try to compete outside of the, the first game with the Rams. He had seven targets, caught six. Um, so I think he's he's going to be the um, kind of alpha there with, with Tua. So I, I kind of like looking at uh, Devontae Parker this week just kind of as a one-off. I'm not necessarily going to stack this uh, 
this game environment, I don't think, but I did like him as um, his own piece from the from the Miami side this week, given their backfield injuries. I think he's going to be um, the big guy now with um, Preston Williams on IR. Hunter, I think you need to talk to, to uh, me and Connor both in greens, but I think you need to just bring the hammer down to Devontae Parker because you're the man that always plays him. Yeah, no, I'm back with him again. You, you talked about it originally, and I was going to let it ride. I'm, I'm in again on him for sure. But yeah, he's coming in pretty low owned as well. I mean, he's still higher than – I mean, he's technically trending higher than um, Keenan Allen. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be the top – Because he's so value. cheap. Yeah, he's going to be the top value receiver this week. I think him and probably DJ Moore, if I had to guess. Um, and another guy we'll get to who's potentially going to become redacted for me. But um, – yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of guys right here in the low fives I like with, with Devontae Parker being number one. Caitlin Balaj Ravin game. We in? Jesus. Like I didn't even know he played for the Chargers. Chill. It's a good matchup. I really Especially if Bose is out. I hate it. I'm not playing. I'm joking. I'm not he's playing the terrible like, play. Damn, he's I thought you were being serious play. for a minute. I was like, no, he's a he's a terrible play. Yeah. Okay, I think we hit on him. I don't know. Is there anything else y'all got on this one? You playing any two? He's dead at a dirt cheap, like fifty four hundred. Yeah, that's what I asked earlier. I think my headphones messed up. No, no I'm, a man. Like I'm a man of principle. Oh yeah, that's true. Unless his daddy's in Miami with a leather belt, then no. I bet he can play the um, Over the Rainbow song really good again. He'll probably get the team hype. Acapella with the ukulele. Quarterback than Tua? With the two running backs, we've already mentioned in any receiver you want. Like you can run Duke, Mike Davis, Tua, and literally any receiver, like all three top receivers. Yeah, you just play. Uh... Play Devontae, Hopkins, Diggs, DK, DJ, whatever his name is. Run them all. It's Devontae McMichael. Okay, boys. Um, I think we've hit on everything there. I'll keep us moving. Next game on the slate is – we'll see if this joke hits. So, if 2020 was a team, I think it would be the 49ers. So, we've got the 49ers on the road at the Saints. Over-unders at 49. Saints are a 10-point favorite at home, 29-and-a-half implied total. Um, I think the 49ers are sort of getting healthy, but, like, when the whole team's out, sort of is, like, three or four players and not 12. Um, Chaz, you got any you got any takes on this 49ers-Saints uh, game? James at MTSU representing had a huge game last week. I mean, he's always been on special teams, and he's a freak athlete. I, I mean, hell, they targeted him 13 times last week. Uh, I mean, like you said, they have nobody right now. Um, I like Richie James at 4K and just represent the uh, old alma mater there. Uh, I do like Richie James. Um, Ayuk's the only other one I have any interest in whatsoever. Um, other than that, no, I don't like San Francisco. Nobody else. Um, Is it, isn't Debo supposed to be back? 
See, I don't, I don't think oh. so. I think they're going to be running just Ayuk, Bourne, and Richie James. But I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I can go look at the practice report. But I think that was who they were they were running. So which made me think I had a little bit. Uh, no, he he didn't practice today. Um, so Kendrick Bourne is is on the COVID list. So it's just okay. So so Kendrick Bourne's out now. Um, so it's just Richie James and basically Brandon Ayuk. I guess that Trent Taylor dude, whoever that guy is, is that the white dude? Um, that's all they're going to be running. So I, I had a little bit of interest in Ayuk. I just, man, I don't know. They're just so depleted. Yeah, I mean, he's coming in. Like, he's projected at under 2%. So. Yeah. And, I mean, the Saints D is pretty pretty good. So Just talk about the other side then. Yeah. No, I'm cool. I'm cool with moving on if you guys are with the 40. Yeah, play Ayuk if you don't play one person. Y'all aren't yeah. going to have any Richie James? No. Oh, no. no. Dude, I don't know. I might. I might. I, I wasn't until just now, but like I thought, I thought they were gonna have everybody but Kittle back. But with Debo, I mean, it's a quarterback thing for me. Mullins targeted him thirteen times. That's a lot. Um, to him, they go into rounds and hand it to him. Like they try to get him the ball. Like that was his role before when everybody was there. They try to hand it to him. I mean, they can fly. I think it's interesting. And plus, I mean, you guys are gonna go into the Saints, but I think game script's probably gonna be. Um, work in, in the passing game favor. So, yeah, I, I just wrote him down. I might, I might have a little Richie. Yeah, I, I still prefer Brandon Ayuk, though, if we're going to go passing game, though, right? I mean, he's a little bit more expensive, but he's back. He's gone for 20, above 20 in his last two games that he's played. All with Jimmy G. Yeah, but he was – yeah, I don't know. I will see. We'll see. I'm not a huge fan of him. Mullins and Richie James are, are second team offense practice squad like yeah. legends. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they get that chemistry down. Yep, yeah. I'm with you. All right, Hunter. Well, while you're on it, you wanna you wanna run through some of these Saints? Uh, no, not really. Um, I'll let you guys do it. <laughs> All right, Nick, what do you got here on the Saints? Um, I think. Michael Thomas is the ultimate leverage play, really. Um, he's kind of in that middling price. Hasn't really done shit. Uh, he's got some team issues, maybe. But if he's out there and he's playing, why not? I mean, solely leverage. I'm not excited to play him, but I don't. I think he's going to come in super low owned. I don't think anybody's really going to be playing a lot. <clears throat> I mean, you're still getting a $1,600 decrease. I mean, he opened the season at 9K for a reason. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, he's been hurt. He's, it's his second game back. They beat the shit out of Tampa Bay, so we didn't really get to see what a <laughs> somewhat close game may be like. So, yeah, I, I yeah, like, it, like it. It, it's it's, yeah, it's a way – yeah, I mean, you're getting a guy who should be like – he was 9K. He was Devontae Adams of last year, so – um, I do think it's an ultimate leverage. I'm not. I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna be playing a lot of them. Um, the real question is: is I don't think a man, Manny Sanders is not getting a lot. Like you kind of know what you get with Kamara. He's just he's gonna be lower owned as well. Um, he's a great pivot off like Aaron Jones. Um, even though he's kind of he's coming in projected as high as well. So you're not really Galaxy Brandon on that one. So uh, Manny Sanders, like I, when I look when I open the app. 
like on Monday night or Sunday night, he kind of was like jumping out at me at 4,800, even with uh, Michael Thomas playing. So Andrew Brees at, at the web as well. Uh, he just like his home road splits. I mean, his splits in and out of the dome are just um, they're crazy. So if you're He's a good kind of – this game is going to go low-owned in cumulative ownership. So, I think he's one of those guys you can get leverage on um, and stacking him with Michael Thomas. I, I think there's some real upside and some um, unique lineups you can get with that for sure. Um, maybe y'all need to talk me off Manny Sanders, but, I mean, I like him. He's, like, in my cash build Monday night. He's not in there now. Uh, I'm getting on Devontae Parker, but, I don't know. I'll let you guys decide on that one. I – I don't know. The way I see it is I just want to be early on a Michael Thomas explosion game. Um, so I'm going to speculate and probably get a, get a good bit of him this week thinking it's, it's a, uh, it's a Michael Thomas week. I think it's a good matchup. Um, they got a high team total there at home. I mean, that just sets up so well. He's banged up right now. He didn't practice full today, man. That just sets up as a, you know, 15 target, 30 plus burger wins you the slate, you know, and then if, then if he doesn't hit whatever, I mean, um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I like the Manny take. I'm, I'm just probably going to be a little bit heavier on Thomas this week. Cause I want to be early on these, um, these games where I think the field likes to see, you know, they like to see a big game before they get on you again. Um, and I'd rather, I'd rather get on that train earlier than not. Yeah. They, as that in 11, 10, as that three common play sure he's got to score 28 points before you roster him the next week. You know? Right. right. If he blows up, he's going to be AK. So, yeah. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you guys at all. I think everything you guys said is valid. Here's my issue. The Saints scored 38 points last week. Traquan Smith, Adam Troutman, Emmanuel Sanders, Alvin Kamara, Josh Hill. Those were the people that scored a touchdown. And that doesn't include Latavius Murray. That doesn't include Michael Thomas. That doesn't include Taysom Hill, who they love to put in and down the goal. Like, I just – I think there's so many better for sure high-volume guaranteed touches on this slate that picking the Saints just seems unnecessary to me. Yeah, no, it's a fair point. Touchdowns do get spread out there, for sure. Yeah, but that's kind of the whole argument, though. It's same with, like, Justin Herbert. Like, they spread it out, but the one week they don't, it could be consolidated. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not like a super high-confidence play by any means. Yeah. I'm not excited to, um, but I do think there is some leverage and some – Yeah, they, they offer opportunity a good opportunity to take advantage of. Yeah, they offer, you know, a a 28-point implied team total that, you know, some touchdowns will be scored. You hope it concentrates on the guys to get off uh, the volume. I mean, that's what you hope. But, you know, you run the risk that they, they do spread around. So, you just need to know the risk profile when you're, when you're banking these guys. That's more of like they a big – I think he's like – that is more of like a mass, big mass, um, mass multi-entry play kind of right there, Michael Thomas. And compared to leagues and cash games. Yeah. John is smart. Good. Are you shit? Good. 
Saints so defense made a better showdown is a good play. Shout out first curve. Yeah. First curve. Uh, yeah, what are you saying, Hunter Saints defense? They've been down to goal twice now, and Derrick Henry hasn't. Dude, get out of here. I don't give a shit that they scored a touchdown even. That's like that's the most egregious formation call everything that you can think of. It's pathetic. Okay. Um, okay, moving on to the next big game I like here. Uh, we've got the L.A. Rams against the MVP favorite, Russell Wilson-led Seattle Seahawks. The Rams are at home. It's a 54-and-a-half point total. Uh, Rams are a slight home favorite. Uh, just a point-and-a-half is what I'm showing. Um, late game on the West Coast here for the division. Um, Hunter, what do, you, what do you think about this game? Connor, I, I really do appreciate you throwing it to me. Um, but I, I'm going to throw it right back to you all because I need you guys to talk me off of playing Jared Goff this week. Uh, he didn't run the ball? So he, his ceiling's lower? Oh, uh, man. Uh, that's kind of really what's, what's um, bothered me. Um, I mean, just because the like, matchup here, I mean, I, I don't – what has he done – and another thing is, is he's showing up. It looks early right now. It's a little early, but he's showing up as the third highest um, QB owned. So you're telling me um, I can have Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers um, or hell, even Drew Brees or Russell Wilson at a higher, at a lower ownership. Um, that's one of the reasons I would do it. That I think he'll have a fine game, um, but. Uh, they just love to run the ball, and if they get out early, I'm just more focused on his wide receivers. Like, I can talk about Robert Woods and Cooper Cup all day if you want. A little bit, too. I'm not, I don't, I don't personally like golf, so I'm not, but. All right, I gave like numbers. Chaz just thinks he's a bitch. So. Soft. I just... Take that how you want it. Uh, the, the only one I'd offer up is you got. Cooper Cup banged up. He's not going to be 100. Um, percent I don't. I don't Ooh, mind the play. He's off my cash bill. I don't, I don't. I don't mind the play though. I'm not against it. Reynolds, do you, what do you? I think Reynolds is a good play. Yeah, I like Reynolds. There. I didn't know Cup was banged up. I thought Reynolds was a good play before I knew Cup was going up. Nine and eight targets the last two games. Uh, I mean, Seattle's defense is terrible, high total. If you like golf, the, I mean, yeah, they're going to sling it. It's just like I'm so tired of fading wide receivers playing against Seattle. So, they're all in play. If Cooper Cup plays, play him. If Robert Woods plays, play him. If Josh Reynolds is in, play him. I guess with that, you you would be like, oh, they played Jared Goff, but I mean, Robert Woods could get a. <laughs> Dude, what that's I'm, what I'm saying. Well, what I'm saying is, that, but I'm like, trying to, I'm trying to get off the Well, Robert Woods could score rushing TD. I'll tell you that right now. Um, you got me looking into so, fucking Jared so Goff. The, the, the I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. It's an argument of a ceiling. Yeah. 
Like even if he throws four, I mean he's going to have to throw three hundred and four, which is in his Dude, range. Golf, of outcomes, golf has but. a golf has a huge ceiling. He's done it. He's done it year in year out. He's got two or three games where he throws up that 35, 38 number. Um, I think the target tree is relatively tight. Cup Reynolds Woods. And it's the best possible matchup you could ask for. They're coming off a bye. Like, dude, I don't – like, I can see 350, 400, and four touchdowns in the realm of possibilities. It's like – it's not crazy to me to even say out loud. But, you know, I do agree with you for sure because um, it's the best possible matchup. But literally, your concerns about Deshaun Watson are, like, the same reason you're – like, the same reason you're playing Jared Goff as you're playing. Gonzalez, target share. His ceiling, I mean, his matchup probably isn't as good, but like he's playing in a decent matchup and his median projection is there. So it's like, I don't know. I think they're both good. I'm playing Kyler over both like the majority of the time, but I think they're both good. For sure. I I think they're good plays. I think they're good plays. It's a sole ownership thing for me. I don't think it's a bad play from a process or points raw. I don't. I don't points. think. I don't think he ends as the third highest quarterback. No, that's what I'm saying. I, think, I, I do agree. It's coming in. I doubt that, and it's early. It's Thursday, um, but it's just like people just target that damn defense, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Tyler it's about- Lockett. God, Jesus! I'm not playing Tyler. No, it's a, it's a Tyler Lockett week by far. Like like it's a it's a big Tyler Lockett week. Like uh, he's gonna be five K by the end of the year. No, his price tag is is egregious. I don't know why it's at six five. That makes zero sense to me. Um, I think I think we see Ramsey and DK matched up, and I get it. DK's a stud. Like I'm not I'm not telling you he's not gonna win plays this weekend, but Jalen Ramsey's. He, you couldn't pick a better person to match up with him. Uh, it's a Tyler Lockett week, and it's going to be a big week. You know Chris what? Carson's still banged up. Like, do you know what uh, Tyler Lockett is averaging when he's five hundred dollars or less? Can't do Lockett when he's when his uh, price is tag is sixty five hundred dollars or less. Do you know what he's averaging? Thirty three points a game. Thirty three points a game. You know what he's averaging when he is above six and a half is going to be, let's see. Oh, sure. Tyler Lockett gets saucy. Seven, like seven, and a half po- seven and a half points when he gets above 6,500. <laughs> Tyler Lockett gets saucy at DK prices. He takes that shit personally. Yeah, this is the week's player. He's just going to score you 33 points. <laughs> but, like, but I mean, seriously, like, like, I get it. Last week was a good matchup. But, Chase, I mean, look at Chase Edmonds. Look at, you know, like, like it's, it's a one-week sample size. you got to play it week by week. And, I mean, this is a Tyler Lockett week. It's, it's a Tyler Lockett week, and he's going to see – 12 to 14 targets, and he's going to go the fuck off. It's just going to happen. Yeah, no, I, I I don't mind it. I think he's also in a in a good in a good price range where it's um, 
Well, like I said, I think people are going to pay up for receiver. Uh, so if you want to take the discount down off these guys who are in the high sevens or even 9K, if you're, if you're Devontae, there are like, I mean, there's still good plays here in the mid sixes. And that's where we've seen, I think, a lot of these Millie makers, um, you know, hit pay dirt with receivers is in this kind of mid upper six hundreds uh, or sorry, six thousands. Because what happens is the way the passing offense is in NFL right now, there's just so much volume to go around that. Um, you know, a lot of these second or third tier guys, and, you know, we say that with an asterisk because a lot of these guys are like 1B type roles, or they might be the number two receiver on a team that would be number one anywhere else. Like, we got a lot of value here. So I like kind of picking in that range. Like, just looking at this game, you've got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, all between 65 and 69, um, and have just as much upside, I think, as DK Metcalf, who's in the mid sevens. So, I mean, I like, I like picking off guys right here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of like that range there at wide receiver this week. Tyler Lockett was one I had as well. Uh, sorry, did we mention Josh Reynolds? Anyone got any um, got any interest in, um, in that play? I think he's a little bit more dependent on the tight end situation. Uh, both of those play, they run a little bit less uh, two tight end formations, and I think both are healthy, so – I don't know, but Reynolds is popping in some of these uh, some of these optimals. So, um, don't know if you guys have any thoughts on him. It's I like him. I mean, he's, he's getting targets at that price. Definitely something to keep an eye on. He's over seventy percent, seventy five percent of snaps past two weeks. Um, I think they might be making an adjustment to get him in more. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I just hate punting wide receiver. Yeah, but I mean, he's gotten. I mean, Hunter got you. I mean, he's gotten nine, eight, five targets. I mean, it's not like he's, you know, he's a guy that's got to turn four catches into a lot. I mean, he's getting a lot of, uh, getting a lot of volume. I'm telling you, the the way to win a GPP this week is to not is to pay up at running back, go value at wide receiver when everyone pays down at running back and goes up at wide receiver. That's the way. I, I don't think we touched on it, but, man, I kind of like the Rams' defense. I mean, they're about 2K – I mean, 200 for the minimum, but, like, I think they're feisty this week. I think they're fine as long as they don't get – the way I do defense is if – I don't think they'll give me negative points. I think they're in play. So, at 2,200, man, you could really – that really opens up some salary. Yeah, and they generate they generate sacks. They're at home so favorites. Um, I like it. Yeah, no, I like them. Uh, I find it in play. I find them playing like like somewhat in my cash or um, I need some relief, man. Because it's like you know, at the end of the day, with defense, it's like if they can get a pick six or a scoop and score, like it's it's game changer. It's impossible to predict. So let's just throw darts in this shit. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Gerald Everett, man? Nah. Nah. I've listened to like 20 podcasts this week about spending like 10 minutes on Gerald Everett versus Tyler Higby. And it's giving me erectile dysfunction. So, okay. All right. Last one here, boys. Um, We've got the Pittsburgh Steelers at home against the Cincinnati Bengals, another divisional matchup. 
over under typical for the Steelers under 50. It's at 47. Uh, they are a um, seven point favorite home over the Bengals. Uh, Chaz, I'll kick this to you as the resident Steelers fan. What do you uh, What are you thinking here? Big Ben, obviously. Um, I mean, if Ben plays, you can mix in. I mean, the other weapons there, um, I don't know why Ben would. I mean, do you have any other update there with Big Ben? I mean, last I heard, he was doubtful. Uh, I don't know why they'd try to push him. But um, if he's not playing, then I don't want anybody on Pittsburgh. Uh, Mason Rudolph sucks. Um, and I don't, no, I don't like much for this game. I think there's a lot of uncertainty. Every lineup I've made, I've left it out just because I don't know what's happening with Big Ben. Um, so I no, this isn't my week for the Steelers. So I don't, I don't know what y'all think there. I just want to know if Hunter's ever going to play James Conner ever again. James Conner, man. <laughs> like I'm actually, I, it, it's on me. I mean, I clicked the button. You know the thing. I could have switched to Keenan Allen, which would have got me there. Um which is very sad to think about. But, like, you guys, first episode of the year, I was like, man, James Conner's such a bitch. Like, he sucks. And, like, y'all were like, no, he's good. Like, he's good. I was like, no, he sucks. And then last week, I was like, James Conner. And Conner was like, hell yeah, Conner bros. Like, let's do it. And, like, God, he's so bad. He's just so bad. I think, yeah, I think that's a no. I don't think he's playing them again. Uh, yeah, I don't. Ah, shit. I'm just, well, then if – With that being said, with that being said. He's in a great matchup. <laughs> Let's if ride, ben, baby. If Big Ben is out, if Big Ben is out, I think – Are they not going to give him the ball 30 times? Like, they're not going to give it to Mason Rudolph, you know? Uh, uh, changes there. I don't – I don't know. I just think it leads to more dump downs. I think it leads to more RB volume in general because Rudolph isn't capable of going out there and slinging it to Deontay and Claypool and Juju like Big Ben can. So I think he's okay, but it's going to be a tough – it's going to be like a close my eyes and like click it and just hope it works out. Like I don't think it's going to work out. So, um, well, then, based off that, what do you guys think about doing on Cincinnati? Because um, I don't think he's going to play, so I would hold off. But if Big Ben ain't playing, that really, I think that really does limit the Steelers' offense. And I'm kind of really interested in uh, Joe Mixon at that point. Um, 6,100, nobody's going to play him. He's questionable all week. This is very contingent, obviously, on him playing. But, you know, he's one of the – four or five or three backs that can get you 40 points on a slate. Um, it's CC 100. And I don't think anybody's going to play him probably because he's not going to play, but he's feisty if he does play. Um, a lot of, and then I kind of like T Higgins on the other side, just because from his points per dollar perspective, but that's really all I care about. And it's too bad in this game. Yeah, I mean, maybe just to wrap the Steelers up, the other guy I was going to mention that I was going to redact probably is Deontay Johnson. He's still underpriced uh, for his potential workload if he's healthy. Uh, I mean, he got back last game. He was over over 10 targets again at 5,000. Like, I mean, there's just not many dudes on on the on the list that you can click. I mean, that's it's going to be dependent on who plays, though, for sure. But um, he's someone to look at. And then I like a Burrow stack here. I mean – the way you attack the Steelers is through the air. So, 
Uh, I think that's interesting. Run it back with uh, Deontay or God forbid you run a James Conner type build, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to have a, have enough of this. I think Chad hit, Chad's hit it on the head where he said there's just too many unknowns. I just looked at the headlines. Uh, Big Ben not practicing, but Steelers preparing to play with him. Steelers preparing for intense Saturday practice to make sure Big Ben is prepared to play. They're going to run Ben through the Oklahoma drill. Like, seriously. I tell if if Big Ben doesn't play, I don't – what was it at again? I was just curious on that. 48? 47 and a half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's down to 46, not even, not even up to that. So, uh, all right, boys, so that, that does it for the games wrap up. Uh, do we want to do my guys or, or, or do you just want to pick one, one guy, any position uh, for the week that you're filling? How about that? But before we do that, Connor, let, let's because I, I don't have that guy ready. But yeah. I want to touch on the strategy oh, piece that yeah. you thought about. And yeah. so just – I haven't built a lineup yet, but just like based off of kind of what we just went through and also just looking at pricing, I think what you're saying about a um, very balanced type build hanging out in the 6K range um, I think is extremely, extremely viable this week. Um, and not doing the whole stars and scrub. And, and I'm not saying don't play Mike, Mike Davis. He's It's a tough matchup. I think there is um, – I, I think there's plenty of reasons to fade him as well. I'm, I plan on playing him. But I think the balance build is pretty nice this week. And there's a lot of very, very solid plays with high upside. Agreed. All right, okay. my guys. So we're doing one. We're doing one yeah, guy. Yeah, let's just do. Let's just do a quick one. We don't have to do the whole round robin. Maybe just you go through your my guys. You know, you can just pick. Um, you know, pick one or two that that you're feeling. Um, let's just do like two or three each. I can start us off with with a couple. Um, so as I mentioned, I think um, this week with with the strategy piece I touched on, I think I'm going to. Um, uh, like I said, probably pay down at receiver this week or stay stay pretty balanced um, or even or even seek a little bit of value there because I think uh, some of the guys in the sevens and, and nine, I mean, there's no one even in the eights. Uh, so the seven, 7,000 guys in Devontae Adams are going to be are going to be popular. So uh, Devontae Parker will be on my definite short list this week for uh, receivers. And then on the on the running back side, um, I think if um, depending on how these injuries shake out, um, I'm, I'm hoping to get a little bit of James Robinson in there this week and then probably a little bit of um, Alvin Kamara as well. I think uh, those guys offer some pretty good matchups and value and won't be necessarily chalk this week. So those are a few of my guys. Nick, you got any uh, off the top of your head? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. The quarterback was – I wish I would have forgot um, that I wanted to touch on him earlier. So I'll just go down the list. Um, my guys, um, obviously, Colin Murley. Um, I, sorry, I didn't bring this up, and I should have. It was Carson Wentz, 5,900. Um, he's getting everybody back. 
and his alignment back. Sorry, I didn't mention him. Running back. Give me Duke Johnson all day, baby. Um, wide receiver. If he plays, Cooper Cup. If he doesn't, uh, give me Robert Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Um, tight end. I'm going to go back to – I'm going to stick to my guns with um, Robert Onion. And I guess we're throwing in some kicker. I mean, I'm throwing in some defense. So give me some. Give me the Rams, bro. I'm feeling spicy with them. Twenty two hundred. There you go. There you go. All right, uh, Chaz, you got anybody there on the list? I like Diggs a lot. Uh, receiver. Um, my favorite tight end is Hooper. Uh, for the reasons we mentioned earlier, uh, I think he's going to get an increase in target share, even more so than he has been. Um, and then, I mean, the obvious with Mike Davis and Duke Johnson, so another low running back I like at 4,500 is Wayne Gallman, Jr. I can't wait to get off. I ain't laughing when he puts up I can't wait to get off and we can just roast the shit out of Wayne Gallman. Hey, but okay. I'm just saying, puts up 15 at 4,500, he's going to be all right. That's a that's a crystal sack full at two a.m., bro. It sounds like a good idea at the time, but then that does not feel good tomorrow. You always regret it. It's like going to Joe. <laughs> I will win our friend group <laughs> fantasy competition this week, and I will have Wayne Gallman in my lineup, whether he hits or not. I'm still bringing it home. So, not like I needed any. Bro. Not like I needed any game theory to fade Wayne Gallman. <laughs> <laughs> Take it into consideration. You'll be fading the one percent of rosters that have been chased. That's right there. Yeah, he's a really good guy off the field uh, I, too. And I will guarantee that damn Curtis Samuel will be on Joey T's team. They just it hit last <laughs> week. He's going to go back to the well. I know he is. All right, Hunter, uh, you want to wrap this up here? You got any any takes on my guys? Um. Yeah. So Tyler Lockett. I think we touched <laughs> on. Uh, I will be. Whatever he's at, I'll he might he might end up getting close to the lock button for me. See what I did there. Snap. Um I talked about a guy that's gonna break out this weekend at Henry Ruggs. I'm standing by that. I think he is in a prime time spot and I think he gets it done in a big time way this week. And then tight end, first game on the slate, Dallas Goddard. Um I think he is way, way, way underpriced for the role he's about to resume and the role he's had uh all year long. So those would be the three guys that um, are my guys. All right, that's it. So that, that concludes us for week 10. We'll be back next week for week 11. And then I think we should do it, boys, week 12. We do a little double dipper for the Thanksgiving Day slate. A little double dipper, maybe a little that Tuesday. Is my, a little that Tuesday is my favorite. Pod. It's my favorite. A little turkey, little turkey and dressing, baby. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, yeah, we'll do. We'll do a little something. Maybe if we're all in town. Favorite, favorite slate of the favorite slate of the year. It's the Thanksgiving slate. Little mashed potatoes and gravy. Little uh, corn pudding and macaroni. The fuck little, is little rolls and some bread. Let's do it, baby. We need to get off here, school braces. All right. Uh, What's your favorite you? food? Bread. <laughs> yeah, the rolls with the butter. Um, Right, you, you want to send Apple us butter. out there then? <laughs> uh, let me get a baked potato, some French onion soup, and some cheese fries, dog. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> yo, 
Yeah, well, I'm Hunter not going to eat it, but I'm just going to... Hunter, gonna Hunter gets today. a baked potato stick with a side of fries. <laughs> Can I get some more we'll get a haystack pasta real quick. Haystack pasta. And I just want some fries on top. <laughs> That's dumb. All right, uh, all right, Hunter. Sign us off, man. Got it. Hey, week 10, boys. I fantasize daily. Appreciate y'all joining us. Uh, may your screens be green. We'll catch you guys next week. I like smoking weed. I like getting fly. I like having sex. I like girls who ride. I like my cold food. I like turning on. I like brand new shit, so this is what I love. I like that money, baby. Money, baby, money, baby. Money, baby. Money, baby, money, baby. Money, baby. Money, baby, money, baby. Yeah, that is shit I like. Yeah, whoa.